Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, October 3rd, 2015, and you're tuned in to another episode of The Missy Show. We're your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me once again is my sneaky and lovely co-host, Dee. <laughs> How you doing, Dee? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I was going to call you out. Whatever. How you doing, Jay? I'm doing great. Um, Just was with you a couple of hours ago, and... We had a great day today, didn't we, Jay? We we did some girl thing today. Yeah, we, we had a, a really awesome day, you know, did some shopping, you know, got to be out in the fall, overcast, cool weather, and, you yeah. know, had had some unexpected purchases bought for yeah. me, and was treated oh, to some lunch that I, I, I'm not quite sure why I appreciate it, but... It was just a great day. We've been waiting for this day. This is like the official day we've been waiting for, and it might sound crazy to people, but we really love fall. We really love the beginning of fall and, like, when the the weather turns cooler, but we also love the overcast, cloudy days, and this was, like, the perfect day. This was, like, so we kind of went out and had a girls' day, and we did some shopping, and we had lunch, and it was a great day. But somebody just seems to have issues <laughs> today. I will just say, for those of you out there um, who don't know Dee very well, Dee is a very generous person, but she does not like the favor returned. So it's she not so much that I don't like the favor returned because I appreciate anything that's given to me. I'm just saying today it's was just, just really a great hard day. to give you anything. Today was a great day to just go out and I treated my very good friend to lunch and we had a great day shopping and you hung around with me all day. I drug you everywhere today. <laughs> so I treated you to lunch because I was you were my you were my ride or die, you were my wing girl and you rode with me and we went around to everywhere and you hung with me. So I treated you to lunch. It wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And bought me something too, and I'm. I, the, and I but, bought her. Oh my God, listeners! I bought her a ring. We were in this nice accessory store, and this is one of my favorite stores because she, when I go in there, she says, "I, I think my eyes just glaze over it. <laughs> something happens." But anyway, um, and they had these really great pieces, and this one particular piece was this really great elongated ring. And they only had, like, what, two two left? Well, there were three when we went in there. And was it two when we went? I don't know. But anyway, um, and when we went back over there, somebody had gotten the other one. I was like, and she tried it all, and it looked great. And you didn't have this type of metal. And I was like, you need to get it. And she's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. and I'm like, get the ring. Nah, nah, nah. So I got the ring as a nice little happy for her. And I wanted one, of course. And so... <laughs> That's all, and you would have thought I bought her I bought her Saturn on Mars or something. So it's okay. We had a great day. We did have a great day. We did, and I'm not going to argue the point because then the whole show will be me. And I know we can take this whole show up with this. 
Because <laughs> it was a, we just argued all the way home. But anyway, it was a fun argument, but we argued all the way home. But it, yeah, so we well, agree husband, to disagree. Yes, your husband was supposed to be with us. Actually, he was supposed to come because he was going to get treated to lunch too. But he didn't. He didn't show up. But he, and see, I don't even understand what the occasion was because when we no, try to treat you, you won't let us treat you because you have treated me before. <laughs> just and it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> it's just because. But anyway, listeners, that's our life for today. We had a great day. We had a you know what? You know what? Well, yeah, we're going to move on from that. Um, it's a relaxing, lazy day, and I just love the tone. This just says fall to me, and it's also the kickoff to the holidays. So this, this is one of my favorite months. We're getting ready, people. We're getting ready to get into those holidays. And before I proceed, I just want to apologize and just say sorry, guys, um, but I wasn't able to get a pet trivia blog entry together in time yesterday, nor was I able to do a featured pet of the week entry. Um, pet trivia is going to start back up this upcoming Friday, and I hope to have a featured pet entry by tomorrow or Monday. So make sure you keep checking or following our blog at she's a com, and that's S H E S A. T-O-R-T-I-E. And let's see. Okay, today's episode is favorite fall pet memories. But before we start, if anyone would like to call in and share their favorite fall pet memory, our number is 347-838-8313. Or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's a tortie. You can also follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Missy Show, or you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Missy.show44. Now, on to our favorite topics, or two of our favorite topics, pets and fall. Okay, see, I I have some memories of Missy. I even have one of Bafa. Really? I have a, a bopper effect because I want to say this did happen in the fall. I know it was cold. And um, maybe I should get this one out of the way. I know I shared this in a blog entry. I don't know for sure if I said it on air. But um, we were living in this apartment at the time. I was still living at home with my mom. And we had a, um, a wall unit heater at the time. And I just remember um, it was cold. And my sister was, I don't know if she was just, like, sitting in front of the heater on the floor, but my sister was, um, I guess she was a teenager at the time, and she told my mom that she saw a bug in the heater. Um, (laughs) So my mom, I don't know what she was thinking. I guess she just had a moment where she wasn't thinking. So she goes and gets bugs, right? Oh, no. (laughs) And Bopper, um, for those of you who don't know, Bopper was my mom's 20-year-old tabby cat. She was 20 at the time she passed away. Bopper just recently passed away, I think this past May, and she was 20 years old. But um, Bopper was quite a bit younger. I guess maybe she was like 9 or 10 at the time when this happened. And Bopper was kind of just chilling in front of the heater along with my sister, just kind of sitting back, not really, really close, but close enough. So my mom gets down on her hands and knees, and she's, like, trying to look and see where this bug was that my sister she saw. And so my mom proceeds to spray no. some of the bugs 
spray and the heater. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, why? Just why? You know, because I, I think I'm sort of, like, in, in the next room or something. And I'm kind of hearing this, but you know how you're not really paying things attention. Yeah. And, and uh, it's not funny, but it is. It's only funny because Baca was okay in the end. But yeah. um, so my mom sprays some spray up there, not thinking, and there was this whoosh. You just hear whoosh. Oh, my gosh. And, and there was some spray that came out. And luckily, Baca wasn't, like, close, close enough where she was hurt or anything, but it it kind of melted her whiskers. And so her whiskers grew up. They curled up on the ends, and it sort of curled oh up her eyebrows. And so my mom, it, it scared her really bad, you know, and, and she was really upset and everything. But it was one of those things where once we made sure Baba was okay and everything, you know, we kind of had to laugh about it because I'm just like thinking, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? But needless to say, we ended up sort of having to clip the little curled ends of her whiskers. We had to kind of clip those and clip her little eyebrows. But they grew back, you know, fine. You know, she still had her whiskers. We just had to cut the curled up ends. So, um, Bless her heart. You know she was probably thinking, what in the crap are you guys doing? What are you doing to me right now? What? You know, you just get that picture, and I'm thankful she's fine and everything was okay. Your mom just had like a lapse of you. Know, we all do it. We had that yeah, lapse. Yeah, and, and I know I'm, I'm the same way, you know, and it was just crazy. But Papa was fine, and, yeah, you know, I look, she, you look over there, and the poor thing is sitting with curled up eyelashes and with. <laughs> It's just like well, you like there's something off the TV where you like flash to it and you look over there and there's like thin smoke coming up from it. And <laughs> what were you thinking? I think she was just confused and yeah, I think we were all <laughs> confused. But she she was fine and and I, I believe that this happened actually during fall time. I remember it was it was pretty cool, probably around like November or something. So yeah, that was that's one of my favorite fall pet memories. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one, Jay. <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay, so I guess I have to give one of mine. Um, of course, you know, the Mr. Boomer, famous Boomer, the man, the Boomer, the myth, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> he he was a character. He was a character. Yes, he was. Um, I don't know which one I want to talk about because I was trying to go back over and think, okay, was it cold when that happened? I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, One of the ones where it just kind of gives you his personality. There's so many of them. Um, We have one. I guess I'll tell about the leaves. Um, (laughs) um, Of course, in the fall time, you have all the leaves have fallen from the tree. They've turned and they're out in the yard or what have you. And so the leaves were raked, you know, up and, and finally gotten up into a pile of, of you know, a nice uniform pile. And we were going to pick them up and take them and put them in the bag and throw them away. Well, this is when Boomer was still young, vibrant, and just full of energy. And one day we let him out of the house. And we weren't thinking when we just let him out in the backyard. And the leaves were all nice, had just, you know, they had, my father had picked them up, put them in the thing, and he was going to put them eventually in bags and give them away. Well, we went, 
Mr. Boomer out of the house, and he proceeded to run towards the pile of leaves as if, as if someone had called him there. <laughs> and he char- It was like the whole thing from the peanuts or something. I'm not really sure. He charged those piles of leaves, and with a t- by the time he was done, it was as if he had just spread them all back over the yard. Because he oh, went, well, I bet he, your dad was mad. Well, he didn't see it until... <laughs> he didn't see it until, like, maybe the day after, and he went out and he was like, wait a minute, what happened? Did the wind blow last night? And all I could think of was the wind, but it was called Boomer. The wind of Boomer. So Boomer went out and just literally just spread them back all out in the backyard again. <laughs> So needless to say, he was back out there a couple of days later raking up the leaves. <laughs> but somebody was in the house on punishment and was not allowed to come back outside. See, he pulled a Snoopy because isn't that what Snoopy would do? Like when Charlie Brown would rake up the big pile of leaves and he was going jumping on If Snoopy had a counterpart and a twin in human life, it would have been Boomer because he... He spread those leaves back out like it was his job. He should have got a W-2 and gotten paid for it because he spread them back out as if he was given a mission and he had to fulfill that mission. And at the end, he marched off and said, job done, mission complete, and walked away. And it was a lone leaf just kind of settling down to the ground because they were all back out individually on the ground (laughs) again. Well, I imagine to him it was it was just a game. It was something oh, fun he, to do. Because I was trying to figure out what is he, what, no. And he and then by that time it was too late. He was just having a ball. But he was having a ball. And I was like, well, I can't stop him. Because he's, it's, why? Because they're already back out on the ground now. And he was just kind of, you know how they flip on their back and they just kind of do the little shimmy shake thing. Yes, I was going to ask you, was he, like, rolling around? Oh, he was rolling around. He was burrowing in. He was <laughs> He was as if he was throwing them up. It was as if he thought, Pop left me a present. Yes. He and ate up his child just for me. Just for me. And he went out and enjoyed his present all afternoon. And needless to say, that was... The next day, you can sort of get a picture of him sitting in the back, you know, the French door, sitting in the window, and <laughs> Pop breaks him back up, and he's sort of sitting there like, no more fun today. Like he was in jail. He was just he locked up. He was in up. jail. He was, on, he was on indoor punishment for a while. So, yeah, until all the leaves had gotten raked up and put into bags and secured away from him because, yeah, he probably would have been disowned if he had done that again. <laughs> But that's one of my boomer stories. For well, the you you mull over your others and see if you have a maybe even a blacky one. And I'm gonna go into a misty one now. Okay. Well, this is still fall because I always put up my Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving, so it's still fall at that time. And Missy always thought that when I was, you know, getting the tree out of the box and, like, you know, getting the branches all separated because, you know, like the Christmas tree there, the branches, you got the, the A branches, the B branches, you know, you have to keep them in order so you know how to put the tree together. So she always felt like this was a game. So as I would put more of the branches out, she would just 
for for cat owners out there, you know what I'm talking about because the cats they like to um, get behind the branches and they like to hide out and and as you're trying to reach in and grab a branch, they are want to swat at your hand and they turn it all into a game. So the whole time I'm trying to put the tree together, Missy is doing everything in her power to sort of well not really stop me from putting it together, but she impeded my progress greatly. I'll just say that. So um, I have pictures of her where she's just like hidden in the branches. Like I'm, I have big piles of branches on the floor, at, you know, before I actually get the tree put together. But it's like it doesn't stop there. Because then when I finally get the tree, it's misty, especially when she was a little kitten and she could sort of do it without knocking the whole tree over. She liked to climb into the tree. So I get the tree assembled, and so she proceeds to climb to the top of the tree. And you're trying to get her down, and and sometimes all you could see were her eyes, and you could just see these eyes looking out at you from in the branches. That's and, and you would just, or you'd be trying to like straighten the branches out, and then all of a sudden you would just feel this little swat. You'll just feel her little paw just swatting at you because for her the whole thing is a game. You're just trying to straighten out the branches. You're trying to get the tree together. You're trying to get it decorated, but to her it's a game. So even when you get past that phase, then you've got the phase where you're putting the decorations on the tree. And I use the glass ball on my tree. Um, I probably needed to have switched to the satin ones because, once again, and maybe this happens with dogs too, but with cats, they think that those little balls are toys. So they like to swat at them. And if your tree is not on a carpeted area, as those balls hit the floor, of course, they're going to break. Yes. <laughs> that, um, that first year, we um, lived in a house where we had hardwood floors. So needless to say, we lost um, a couple of glass balls, and then it would kind of scare her when she would knock them down and she didn't understand what she'd done. And so I had to always be sure to, you know, have a dustpan on hand and a broom and hurry up and get the broken glass up. But needless to say, every every year, day after Thanksgiving when I'm putting my tree up, it would be a game for her. Um, of course, when she got older, she became too fat to really, you know, run up to the top of the tree because a couple of times she tried to do that and she would knock the whole tree over and it would scare the crap out of her. Oh, my gosh. Poor Miss. She probably yeah. was thinking, why is this tree not like the other trees? Yeah. And you know what? Dee, I think she was thinking, like, in, in her mind, it's like, okay, this is like an outdoor tree. Because yeah. even though she was an indoor cat, it's still in their nature to want to climb a tree. So for her, she was thinking that, hey, this is a tree. This is what I'm supposed to do. But after a while, I think she learned that, okay, this tree can't support my weight anymore. So it's like when she tried to climb in it, and it's a seven-foot tree, but she was good enough where she could kind of knock it down, you know, after she got older. But needless to say, that's one of my favorite fall pet memories, just every day after Thanksgiving and the day's following, because sometimes I wouldn't get it all put up in one day, because um, y'all may not know this about me, but I have, like, five trees. So that would just be one of my trees. So it would just be a process trying to get all of my trees put up with a cat in the room with me. And sometimes I would have to try to shut her out of the room. But even when I would shut her out, then she'd start whining and you'd see her little paw coming under the door. Like, please let me back in. I'll be good. I'll be good. Well, and you then, know, of course, she, she probably thought, Jay, that you guys were, like, loving her so much that you bought a tree in the house. 
<laughs> it's like she was probably thinking, you guys really love me. You brought a treat in the house for me. Yeah, like, it's all for me. And it's like, no, Missy, it's not all for me. It's not it about you. It is for you. It's for everybody. It's not about you. That's cute, though. If I had to walk by and saw her sitting there treating those eyes, I probably would scream, though. I'm just going to say. But... Yeah, yeah, because she she would um just be there and 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 she'd be vigilant too. She'd just be up in the tree like she's just waiting. And and it, it was such a game to her do because she would just be waiting on somebody to just come and try to adjust a branch or do something. And that was just so much fun to her because that's when she was gonna swipe at you. She was gonna swipe yeah, at you. That would have me out. <laughs> would probably destroyed your tree. <laughs> <laughs> Been over. And yeah, I'm glad you didn't invite me to your home on that day. Yeah, yeah, you you would have um you would have been thoroughly entertained. I'll say that. Probably, but your husband would have killed me for destroying the tree. <laughs> for just knocking all the ornaments off the tree. Yeah, between you and Missy, I probably wouldn't have had it. Been enough. <laughs> well, I have. Let's see. Um. I guess I'll tell about Blackie. I guess I'll tell the the Blackie one that I have. Um, yeah. I don't think we have enough time to tell about the Boomer Christmas tree present thing. But anyway, Blackie was a dog that we also had. Blackie was a Blackie was a rescue dog, but he sort of rescued himself to us. Like all the dogs that have, besides Boomer that we've had have have come to us for some reason, and I don't know why, but they they have come to us, and for some whatever reason we kept them. Um, and he was one that was actually a rescue dog, and, and we learned that he had been abused or whatever, but he came to take up residence at our house, and we sort of just kept him and, and nursed him back to health. came to us in kind of bad shape or what have you, but we nursed him back to health, but he became a part of the family. But he was, he, he, he liked to be outside. He was not, a, he didn't really trust coming inside the house, and um, so he was more of an outside dog or what have you. And so... When it would be cold, when it would turn colder, we would have to, they would say, you know, it's going to be cold, so bring your pets and your plants inside. So we would have to say, okay, this first time that he came, we was like, okay, well, we can't leave him outside because it's just too cold. And the idea of trying to get him in the house was just because we would, you know, he wasn't just like a regular dog. He wasn't like a, come on, come on in the house. And he'd come in, he would sort of sit there and look at you like, you out of your mind. I'm not coming in there. So he never really wanted to come into the house, but this particular time it was going to be way too cold for him to stay outside. And, of course, you have to bring your pets inside. So it was a thing of how do we get him in the house? How do we get this? And he was a bigger dog. Blackie was, was not like a smaller dog. He was a sort of looked like a Labrador mixed with something, and he was just a bigger dog. And so we decided that no matter what, he was coming in the house. So... We had to do the whole thing of where, and I know if you ever had a, a pet and you've seen the videos where if you pull the dog, if you say it's time to go take a bath, that dog becomes like a lead piece of wood or something. <laughs> and they literally just become immobile where they are just almost paralyzed where they can't move. And Blackie sort of became that way. And so it was a picture of us pulling Blackie by his front paws, trying to make sure not to hurt him. And we literally did a slow little pull-pull all the way around the house because we couldn't get him up the back patio stairs. That just wasn't going to happen. So it was literally around the house (laughs) 
How many of y'all would it take to get him in the house? How many people did it take to get Blackie in the house? I think it was three because it was me, my mom, and my sister. Oh, wow. literally went around the whole house, but it was like in movements of like centimeters. (laughs) Literally movement. It was like he was just. He was just one of those dogs that was just not coming. He was just not coming. And we were, like, trying, and it was getting, you know, darker. And the wind was starting to pick up. And we are like, you've got to come in now. You will die. And he was just, and he wasn't kind of, like, being, you know, mean or anything. But he was just like, I'm not coming in that house. You can't make me. So, literally, we pulled him around the house in steps of, like, two centimeters for it took like forever to get him, and we finally got him in the house and closed the door, and it got warm, and he just just was like, "This is heaven." <laughs> and he, you know, we gave him water, we gave him some food, we brushed him out, we, you know, got him all nice and cozy in his little area. He stretched out, and he started to snore like a grown man. And oh. he went right to sleep. He went right to sleep. And the next day, it was like, okay, it's warm back up. We can let him go back out now. He went, didn't want to come in, so we'll let him go back out. <laughs> he gave us a look of like, don't touch me. <laughs> so so like, then you, you probably would have had to drag him again to get him back to, out. We, we literally had to, to get him out of the house. We had to drag him back out. And it was like, what is this? What is he was? He enjoyed it. So it was always a fight when the temperature dropped, fall, you know, winter, whatever time, to get him in. But once he got in, it was like he was just like, this is so good. He just literally went right to sleep and slept like a log. And then the next day it was a thing of, don't touch me, leave me alone. No, I don't want to go. Leave me. No, I don't want to go. So it was the craziest thing, the craziest thing with him, trying to get him in for winter, fall kind of thing and get him back out of the house. But he was funny. He was a funny dog. Yes, he was. He <laughs> the, the few times I had any dealings with him, yes, he was very funny. As I told the story, and this isn't far related, and I won't go into that deeply. When I came to visit D, and he started attacking my car, and I never attacked your car. It, it, it was like a a foreign spaceship from another planet. <laughs> I never experienced a dog attacking tires and biting tires. So. Blackie was a unique, a very unique animal. Very unique. He will forever be missed. Yes. Long live Blackie. (laughs) I'm going to say this one right quick. This was just one with Missy, um, our first Halloween with her, because we got her in October. And by the way, today is Missy's birthday. Happy birthday, Missy. She turned seven today. Seven. Missy, happy birthday. She's a big girl. But, um. The first Halloween we got her, we um, had her there. Um, she was pretty good about using her litter box right off the bat, but um, the first Halloween, you know, we left her in the house. My husband was still at the house, but he was on the outside handing out candy, and I had gone in the neighborhood taking my nieces and nephews trick-or-treating. Um, so needless to say, when we came back in the house, I guess Missy had gotten nervous because I guess she was hearing, like, all these strange voices and, like, these little kids saying trick-or-treat as they're coming up to the house and, and this and that. So needless to say, we had some treats of our own when we got back in the house because she kind of just, like, pooped everything. <laughs> she left some presents, some nice little treats. Yes, we, we got some nice little 
different types of chocolate treats. So um, the non-edible kind. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, she's been doing so well, but I, I just think it was just all the noise and and stuff, and and that's why we'll reiterate and we'll do another show about that. You know, yes, dealing with your animals with like with the trick or treaters and around Halloween time. So I think it was just a little too much. She was in the house, but I guess because she was in the living room and she could, like, hear all of it really well, it just made her nervous. And she was such a, a little thing at that time. But needless to say, that that was interesting to um come in and just find different little little presents throughout the Get it around for you. <laughs> there so, you go, Missy. Um, so, so, yeah, that, that was one of my favorite fall pet memories. But, um. Make sure you guys tune in next Saturday. Um, our topic is going to be black cats and Halloween. Um, we touched on this a little bit last year when we were talking about some of the dangers that black cats face during this time of year. So we're going to be talking about that, and we'll also be talking about some of the mythology and superstition surrounding black cats. So make sure you tune into that one. Um, we don't have our other Pet Spectacular episode scheduled just yet. We already have them on the roster in our heads. We just have to go ahead and get them scheduled on Blog Talk Radio. But I will get those scheduled pretty soon, and then I will put them out in the blog entries and also let you guys know via Twitter and Facebook once I have those posted. But we want to thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. We love you so much. Thank you very much, and make sure, you know, Hey, if you didn't call in, still leave us um, a message on Facebook or on our Twitter page and share with us some of your favorite fall pet memories. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Bye.